Welcome to the Withdo Podcast. We're here to entertain and inform a bit while talking about Digimon. I'm Mark Ren with the Will. I'm A.R. Palver, and I too frequently argue with myself. Dev Q, and I'm too tired to exist right now. Aren't we all? It's day. It's days before Christmas, and I think we're all in that sort of tired, annoyed malaise of, eh, I want to do nothing, and I have stuff to do. Just playing out the string until the off days. Yeah, the, oh, I wish the, I knew what those were. It's been, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Like, it, it felt like this was going to be an empty week, and then stuff started happening. And first, let us get into Kamataichi, episode 11 of Ghost Game. Close enough. Hooray. And I, I guess we should start with the interesting thing is this. We finally got a proper Ruli episode, which we all wanted. Although I although I enjoyed the episode, I think it's actually broken from the very beginning, for one key reason. I'm not sure we've had enough Ruli where, when she's walking around complaining and being upset, that it's clear she's being upset, and it's not just who she is, when most of what we've had of her so far is her telling, you know, inviting people to help her and other stuff. Yeah, she's been mostly in the role of instigator. It's it's not a critical flaw, but it it's is, not, it it's, is kind it, of an issue. Yeah, it's where we don't, haven't met her enough to go, okay, this is a sweet character, so something's clearly wrong. Instead, it's like, wow, she's acting kind of bitchy, and I'm not sure why. Maybe that's a plot point, or maybe this is the character, because when you think back, it's like, she was telling people what to do and, you know, having them help her, and they haven't fully introduced her yet. So to, I like the episode, but it we kind of needed more of Ruli before getting this episode so that we could identify quickly that, oh, something's going on here. It just felt we kind all- of awkward. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, we also haven't seen a whole lot of the... Rudy and Goromon relationship aside from when they're like on the job responding to something. Yeah. Especially since in in episodes he and Goromon does tend to fly off on his own. So that doesn't necessarily telegraph as him doing something strange and her being upset of it. They they do give us her being a little snippy about it, so it's like, okay, something's going on, but that's been kind of his thing, is where he just flies off and half the time he has her phone, even. And or maybe that's something that's just been slowly building up. Like, she's just, like, slowly growing frustrated with this behavior. No, absolutely. We don't really know. But, yeah, but they have... That, that's the thing, is, is it's it works if they clarify it for us beforehand what's going on. And you contrast that with, you know, when I say that we really only see them on the job, you contrast that with Kishiro and Jellymon, who they will just throw random scenes between the two for... Not really any good yeah. reason. Like, like this time they threw the camera. This episode they threw them. This episode, yeah, they threw two episodes. They threw two scenes to, of them in this episode, 
only to show why they're not in this episode. Yeah, but like you know, which her, was hilarious. Which was the more enjoyable part of the episode? No, it, and exactly. I don't know. It I don't agree great. with that, but it's. I, but I it's, think here's yeah, the thing. It, it is effective. I think their stuff works great. She's demanding the camera just because she wants a camera, and then later we see them on the train, and he's just sort of happy, and they're discussing where they're going to go next, and it actually works shockingly well for what we know of those characters so far. It, it was an effective way of writing them out of the episode, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But the problem is, is it's not their episode, and it's an episode predicated on knowing Rulian and Goromon, and we kind of don't, and it was still really good, though, is the, the main issue I have with it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, with, yeah, we don't... Ruri, Ruri and, and Goromon aren't afforded that luxury. Like, when they're written out of an episode, they just show up late. Yeah. And it's nice that she has a Polaroid camera, and Goromon correctly points out, you do not want to shake it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... I that, don't think that's actually a Polaroid. I wish I could tell you what exactly. I forgot what it's actually it's called. It's like an but, Instax, but oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, oh, I'm sure it is. But the but the joke is that it's a Polaroid when he's saying you shouldn't shake it. Yeah. Well, it's there's it's a similar modern equivalent I, to a Polaroid that actually are pretty popular in Japan. When I was a convention uh, runner for. Um, Anime Milwaukee, one of the bands we had a couple years ago, demanded that we get film for one of these kinds of cameras and had me <laughs> running around Milwaukee at like eight at night trying to find one place that had this particular film. Uh, it was a it was a hell. But I pulled a, it off. That's amazing. I ended up at I ended up at Michael's. <laughs> Which is hilarious because people keep asking us, Hey, do you carry this? I'm like, no, we haven't carried that in three fucking years. Yep. And then yep. they had it behind. They had it behind glass. And then yeah, because it walks off a lot. Ruli really calls up Hero to talk. Bokomon and Gamamon are there. Gamamon's enjoying his ice cream. Hero's being oddly direct. Yeah, he really is, and giving bad advice too. They I love they, it. they forgot that Ruli has a sense of mystery because she absolutely like no thought at all and you mentioned this a couple episodes ago no thought at all that weird shit happening might involve Digimon in some way mm-hmm. I and mean she's so I think she's it's she more that she's so disappointed when it ends up being a Digimon yeah. weird shit <laughs> and then she runs out with her friends and Hero kind of goes why am I here yeah and I then, got it though on, on, on her part like it's almost I almost appreciate that instead of they kept it rather subdued, this little spat between them, like instead of having this big blow up, like you usually see when, when a, when a kid and their Digimon have issues with each other, it's more, she's just going to stew for a little bit. She's going to ask Kido for, for advice, which he gives poor advice, but she attempted to. And then she's just going to go off on her own and do some stuff with friends and maybe just let it die for a bit. And like I don't, I, I kind of appreciate what she actually did there. No, it's, it, like, it's more realistic, honestly. It, 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 it is. It is. I like it's just that. funny how absolutely not only useless was Hero, but that she apparently was meeting her friends there to abandon him, regardless of the usefulness of it. He's not part of their squad. I know, but it's funny. She clearly invited him there, and it's just, it's. Funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. And then. We catch up with Angoramon and the return of 
character model sheets from Adventure 2020. As we get multiple, nice get some of them. As some we get, love again, we get multiple Potamons running past. Moochomon shows up. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. favorite was Labramon. Labramon. Is that the first time Labramon's been in here since the Tamers movie? Did he show up in the like reboot? Uh, I, know. I know his pre-evolutions did. Yes, yes. I know Xiaomon did, but no, Labramon, no, no. Um, Labramon was in the one with um the the. The Yamato episode with where Garumon, where uh, Na- Na- Nemon's oh, there. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The, okay. There, there were well, there were no fucking forgettable. There were two or three Labramons just standing there. I don't think they do anything in the episode. They're just sort. They're the ones that Nemon saying that he's you know leading to safety. I mean, he didn't really do anything in this episode either, but it's nice to see them. <laughs> well, he had more personality in this episode then. oh my god he, they were in an episode with bokomon after being in an episode with neiman <laughs> <laughs> um and what's so the weird thing is here is is angoramon we get him talking to digimon and we don't find out what's happening till later so it actually appears like he's more directly being involved with the plot of the episode and i don't think he was in retrospect i think it just came across that way Angoramon? Yeah. Because it came across yeah, as him no. trying to get information to what was happening. And later on, we find out it's actually them just discussing, you know, what's going on because mm-hmm. they don't really have anywhere to go back to. Yeah, so, he's just getting go- he's yeah. just getting general gossip. Not no, I know. To but, this but in the thing. context of watching the episode for the first time, I thought that's what he was doing. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I no, thought I... the same because it's like, yeah. oh, maybe he's sneaking off yeah. so it really doesn't wander off into danger exactly and then you yeah. find out later it has nothing to do with that they just don't tell us enough to be aware of it mm-hmm. and yeah, then like he's just regularly he's yeah. just regularly really hitting these guys up for info no we we know Which that I, we know that by the end it was just a bit yeah. weird in the middle i thought like oh man he's going off to be super proactive in dealing with this problem he's probably trying to protect her and she's getting upset about it and no that was n- none of it absolutely not mm-hmm. again uh, it's almost a little it's almost a little too subdued for its own good yeah i it, still appreciated how mellow they kept it cuz oh no so do i seemed like it would have been over dramatic in this kind of situation and, and how can you stay mad at Angoramon? He's so fluffy. Yeah. And then two voices are arguing while Ruli's out taking photos. And then things go dark. And then did, did her taking the photo make him visible? I think it more or less just kind of like startled him. But and she, she, should, she should have been able to see him anyways, though, correct? I think so, yeah. Not necessarily, because like well, in no, the, cause the watch where Pokemon first showed up. The watch makes that happen for them. Yeah. They they can see all of them. And it's we had all this explained a couple episodes ago, and we still don't entirely know what's going on. Yeah, because it's you. It's using the mood to fuck with it. the problem. Is now that they've explained it, we can actually latch on to issues even better rather than going, oh, maybe there is a mystery here. And mm-hmm. Repamon's arguing with his fucking tail, which man, I I don't know how. Ass is an ass. Yeah. There, there's, yeah. some, there's something very interesting about having the fight literally being zo- Repamon versus Repamon. Yeah, one guy zooming around, and and then Angoramon. Zo- I liked when Angoramon zoomed off to help. They actually did a helicopter noise, <laughs> <laughs> like they actually did the as he flew. Yeah, 
Ruli calls Hero, who he would it would really be smart of him not to pick up the phone. And Gamon sleeping. <laughs> and and the riding out of Kiyoshiro and Jellymon is Kyoshiro just not picking up the phone because it's against the rules. It's against the rules. Which that is that's a great way to write out that character because that's exactly really how is. he should act. He doesn't even check it to see who it's from. I love it. And then the rules break again because they need Hero to be able to get there. So they just have Gamamon go, I feel like I can evolve. Eh? And then he evolves and they go, oh, it's the blue one. And apparently yeah, the, it's the blue one. And apparently he can pop out handles now. And then he goes flying off like Tai Chi riding on Metal Greymon, which is AR's favorite part of the last show. I mean, in this circumstance, it's completely understandable. I would, I would have, I would have preferred if handles didn't pop out. If it was just like him holding on, and it's not like motorcycle gear popped out, so he could like comfortably ride. Now, there's a question: Is is that something that they sort of wished for with Kaus Gamamon, or is that just part of his design from the beginning, and we just didn't know before? I do appreciate, you know, if there is any progression, it's the fact that it is apparently on demand now, which, uh, which evolution. Well, here's the thing. Up. It's not clear if it's on demand because Gamamon's wording is basically like, oh, it feels like I can. Like they could easily just go, oh, he had too much chocolate earlier, which let him do it as a one-off. We actually don't it's, really know. It's at least they're, you know, at least I guess I appreciate that they're trying to imply that they're not sure whether it's possible or not whereas fair, in fair enough. series it's like once it happens the first time it's like yep we can do whatever we fair want enough. now and then repamon has a terrible plan of how to deal with the problem of his tail cut it off how is he going to cut off his tail when the tail is the thing that cuts did they I ever mean, it's, did it's they kind of like the loki myth where it's like sure you can cut off my head but you have no claim to my neck Sure, but I'm saying the thing he uses to cut is the thing he's arguing with. How's he? How's he gonna cut? He's just. And he's I, just yeah, gotta no. find a working bandsaw somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then, isn't it nice? Or he just coyote instead of fox and just gnaws it off. And then we get the ultimate mm. animation cheat, where they draw nothing, but we see random slashes in the air. <laughs> now, here's the thing. That's an animation cheat that works a lot better than the je- the Jellymon stuff last week. Yeah, yeah. that one yeah. was bad. Yeah. So here, yeah. That here is a ti- the- that's a timeless animation cheat. Yeah. And then they tie it all together, how sweet, by Ruli saying you have to talk to each other, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right at that moment, and Gormon bounces in. And then he has bamboo yeah. swords, which v- very nice for him. Mm-hmm. And Goromon trying to trying to talk about the need for communication while like sort of semi I couldn't tell if he was talking halfway to himself or trying to guilt trip Rudy. I couldn't tell what was going on there, but that parallel does not really that parallel does not work at all. It's meant to like, these, I are, like two, these are two swords, this is a rela- evolution. It's just trying to draw a comparison between a relationship where there's where someone is literally arguing with his own body yeah. versus to versus a relationship that's just kind of a little off right now. And then and I didn't I didn't like that real I didn't try like that attempted parallel at all. Even though they need to make they need to attempt to do those sorts of parallels more often in Digimon. And then 
the hero shows up with his Digimon and they forget that it's an Angoramon episode for a bit. For just a little bit, they had Kaos Garamon yeah, doing they, something, and then yeah. Angor, yeah. You so, know what? They need all they can, all the help they can get to actually win a fight. And this was oddly one of the more satisfactory, conclusive victories they've had in the series. Mostly, like they had this. They sort they of had this. They sucker. sort. They sort of made them talk and then dealt with it before the fight could start up again. Because yeah. Well, they know, had they had Repamon pinned. Well, except that was key. Except there's one thing. The pin is a good idea to deal with it where they have to talk, although it kind of ignores that up until now, that tail could just basically cut fucking anything with no effort. I'm giving him this one. Oh, I'll give it to them. I'm just saying they sort of lost track that, oh, the thing that pins was cutting stuff earlier when it was fighting and being pinned. Does the tail have the ability to control its, like... Yeah, because they, they were like they, they, they were act, they were actually fighting like they were actually okay. having a physical fight. That wouldn't work if it can't control itself at all. <laughs> and then Ruli does the thing where she talks about feelings and how they need, and she's really talking about herself. It's it's couples therapy. Yeah, yeah. and then Angoramon explains everything, and then. Mm-hmm. Then they bring back the lemon thing from earlier in the episode that I barely remember fucking existed. And the solution is Repamon will cut lemons because that's... They really needed to spend more time they, on the lemons earlier if that was going to be the plot resolution. I mean, they... Who was it? There was like uh, some bullshit was, excuse to keep... Yeah, it was no, either like Potamon or Labramon that had really crappy lemon cutting skills. No, absolutely, but like I barely remember that even came up if that's gonna if like that's gonna be the skillful resolution to the plot i would have at least appreciated some a, a bit more of the lemons because i fucking we needed forgot. to see we needed to see the crappy lemons yes I think. That, that actually would have helped because it would have forced you to focus on them and remember them yeah like angoramon sort of makes a disgusted face when he's handed the <laughs> handed the tea and it's like wow the lemon job here is really subpar and then Hiro and Gamamon are standing there very confused at what's going on. <laughs> as they should be. And, yeah. then, and then the episode ends, as we'd expect, with Ruli being a Tsunade. And then apologize mm-hmm. for being mm-hmm. a jerk and hugs him. It's so fluffy. Yeah. But uh, it's it's weird in that it's an episode that is, you know, a little more subdued than it needs to be. But like I said, I do appreciate that they do have it subdued, that some of the really easy choices they could have made to kind of amp up the episode inappropriate as it would have been they decided not to go with like I, they I, didn't make this an evolution episode i don't disagree I, we saw all the flags a but, mile away yeah but it, i thought it was going to be an evolution oh episode, it, but they, no. it would have oh, made it totally it, oh, all, I, of, all of the all no. of the hallmarks were there yeah like this was begging to be an evolution episode and they held off I'm and tor- i do respect that. i'm torn though because it's what we said a hundred times the show is technically good but it's stuck in this weird rut where i'm hat i'm like kind of enjoying it for 24 minutes a week but any thought into it after kind of makes me go there's some fucking problems here it's the same fucking problems we had with the last show it's just slightly more enjoyable because it's character stuff yeah like i feel like if i was writing a full blog post about this episode i could go you would have a lot longer i would have a lot more to say about the rudy Angoramon relationship. This is where this, I wouldn't have been able to say anything about any. What did you give this one? Season to that extent. 
Uh, this was still a B minus. Like so, the flaws were still. So here's the thing. So this is the type of episode that I think probably benefits from you doing a short write up because if you sat there and had to think about it, I think you would have knocked it down to a C plus. Uh, I think. No, it, I, actually, I think the B. I feel like the B minus was actually a little okay, harsh. Fair like I was, wa- I was weighing eh. between. Like the B minus was the low floor. Was actually the floor See, for this one. I was hovering between B and B minus. I think. I think B minus sounds about right. It's one of those things where if we knew really better, I would have been much happier with the episode. It feels Oops. too much like an episode that too much of it is predicated on us really knowing the character, and we. Don't. It's almost. It's almost like this episode is too early. Like it, a little bit later on in the show, I think this would have been yeah. more successful. Or, or like if, if we'd have if we'd have more, we're more comfortable with with their patterns. If we had one proper full episode of her before this, I probably mm-hmm. would have very few actual issues with the episode. Yeah, it's she that does we, end up commenting it's like, "Oh, I this is the first time in a long time that I've been alone," and it's just like, "Okay, but does she like being alone? Is she relieved? Yeah, it, yeah is she it, salty because she's one of those people that needs to be around other people well, constantly." Th- so yeah. it's not really clear. That's yeah. that's what I meant by the stuff early. I don't know if they're introducing us to her as she actually is when we've mostly seen her being perky as part of a group. Or if she's mm-hmm. actually upset about something, which is part of my issue with the episode is, is I thought they were going, okay, well, technically speaking, if you think back to how she's been, she's been telling people what to do, she's been getting people to help her. Um, the one time that didn't happen was when she was worried. So, you know, things may have just been different. I started to wonder, oh, are they actually telling us that she's a different character than we guessed? And it's like, Oh no, there's just something upsetting her, but the episode yeah. the show has not telegraphed that enough for us to understand. Mm-hmm. Minus that we assume she's a bubbly friendly person, but the show hasn't yeah. shown us that yet. Yeah. At the same time I do I do really like that we're getting a lot of different looks from these characters. Like we're seeing a lot of different sides of them. I want to see more really Bokomon. I like him just showing yes. up. Just shoving uh, chocolate down in Gabamon's face. Yeah. Um, then we have our guest for the episode. Uh, Messiah Matsukaze makes his first Digimon appearance as the body of Repamon. Um, <laughs> he's cold in Attack on Titan, Moroku and Beyond the Boundary, Yasuhiro and Danganronpa, Mikami and Death Note. Um, Repamon's tale is Kenji Nomura, who many Nanimon in the original adventure, Babylon Tamers. <sighs> Ar- <laughs> Arbormon in Frontiers and Gogmamon in Adventure 2020. That and- whole body tail thing is very kill a kill. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, side to it, it. That would have been one of those times where if this was a short show, we would have gotten fancy animation. I'm perfectly yeah. happy with the cheat of the slash marks though, because that is a good anime hallmark. And if they had managed to get the same voice as the uniform from Kill a Kill to be the tail, that would have been like an A plus move. <laughs> um, and then that we have, I would have loved that. Then we yeah. have two more first timers. Mucho Mon is new person to Digimon, Karen Takahashi. Uh, she was in Gridman and Dinah's. Uh, I can never say the same. Dinah Zenon, I believe, is how it's said. I've never heard. I haven't heard that title said out loud. And uh, Suica—they didn't get the same one from uh, Adventure. And Suica and Doctor Stone. 
Well, it you looks. Need to watch Doctor Stone. Yeah, and then um, the Florimon that talks is Asumi Sato, who's basically just a new actress in general. She had a couple roles in uh, the last version of Kitaro. Yeah, it's a very low B episode that if things had been done better in prior episodes, I might have wanted to give it like an A. If yeah, it, like it, this one I this is one I this is the kind of episode I want to cheer for. Like but, I want yeah. more of these kinds of episodes, but you after also, we know the characters, you still need to yeah, you still but you know, surrounded by episodes where you have a lot of Digimon beating up each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then next time we we deal with uh, a chain letter. About time. Mm. That's a that's a trope that uh, was begging for episode. And the repaint that everyone likes to see and forgets exists. Zasomon. Not and like that, he doesn't have enough repaints already. No, that that's another mod. That's another model reuse from Adventure because he showed up in that um the um the the, the, the Eldoradimon push one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're, they're we're getting yep. we're no, getting we're getting no adventure cameo after adventure cameo. I mean, adventure used a lot of Digimon. No, absolutely, yeah. but a lot of new ones also, though. Yeah, that's okay. Give the new. No, ones oh no, 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 no. That's not a negative. That that's smart because a lot of t- these mm-hmm. episodes, they're going okay. Who can be used for a plot? Okay, yeah. this that this Digimon makes sense for the plot, and we have material that's modern, and mm. so it's so it's one that people already know how to deal with. That that's smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then from Ghost Game and a quick mention of Adventure Twenty Twenty, we have to go back to the original adventure. Joji Yan- Yanami passed. The original Jedi. Damn, they're just dropping left and right lately. I mean, he was ninety, yeah. so and. This is one of those where uh, Kakudo comments that he, the character, was actually designed specifically for Yanami to play him. Oh, that's cool. And he actually thinks the last time he directed him was for the Adventure PSP game as Jedi again. Oh, right. oh yeah, because he yeah. was in that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And you literally could not even list all the stuff he has been in. Like it's one of those. Keep where scrolling. It, Yes, yeah. like to the point that I don't know if it's actually when he retired. I actually remember the last role of his that I remember, and I'm pretty sure that's when he retired for medical reasons, and you could tell he was having trouble. It was um the narrator and uh, North Kai slash King Kai in Dragon Ball Super. I believe by episode 12, he was gone. He's... I'm look, looking at his voice. Oh no, it's like yeah, his it's, voice rolls. It goes back to 1960s. Yeah, yeah. It, it, but not only that, it's not like just bit roles. There's a lot of big roles that he played yeah. for years and years. It's insane. And the that no- actually looking at looking at his roles answers a question I had about uh, the the film I watched last night. But I'll go. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, back yeah, to we'll that get in into second. that later. <laughs> He was not in that, by the way, and I was hoping he was. But like, huh, this sounds familiar. Uh, no, no, it's someone else. Yeah, the number of... Well, that thing is, is, he's one of those people who did so many voices that were iconic that voices in other stuff, even ones mm-hmm. from years ago, are based on his voice. Yeah, you imitate him. Yeah. Yeah. L- l- yeah. Like he's become an archetype now. Yeah. Beyond, beyond that, to be honest, like it, 
like it's one of those things where like I'm scrolling through the list now to even look at oh what's worth commenting on it's like there's actually too much there's it's one of those where you could literally just scroll look through stuff and it just never fucking ends like his dra- like even I have a relatively high resolution monitor his dragon ball stuff alone is half a page <laughs> And of course, in he was also a Zanwumon in Tamers. He was Keratinmon in in uh, Cross Wars. Like it's just endless. That's, that that Tamers role, I'm like, oh, that's that's perfect. It's just insane. And then the week just kept getting weirder. So weirder. So first up, they announced Digimon Con, which not quite, but sure, okay, the name works. It's. I think Digicon is trademarked. For no, I, no, I mean like the idea of it being a convention when realistically it's, you know, that online it's only did that online only yeah. Digifest from 2020 worked. Let's do that six months out from Digifest and six months after Digifest, and that will now just be a new thing. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I'm perfectly sure. okay with it. The problem is, is people are like finally a Digimon convention. It's like I'm it's excited. A- I'm yeah. yeah. No, I'm, just, it's not a I, I, I'm excited also, but they do this at least it's, once every year, and especially with DigiNavi, this is effectively a bigger DigiNavi, realistically. Yeah, and it's a it's a series of, of presentations. Yeah. yeah, so we have the anime segment, the game segment, which haha. Uh, <laughs> see here here's see here's the, the problem yeah. so here's the thing lot, lot, <laughs> oh my god so, be amazing the game segment is just new no, because see that's the thing logically they have to deal with survive here this is actually like as yeah. much as we joke that people should not go into stuff expecting x if they don't comment on it here there's into, an actual yeah. there's an actual problem if they don't comment on something yeah here. this one this one they better do something yeah. with it um then we get the vital bracelet segment. Then we'll get into the illustration competition in a bit. A special live performance by Yumi Miyazaki, which this is just Digifest from 2020. This is actually yeah. exactly this is exactly what they did and more. Mm-hmm. And they clarify that there'll be a Japanese stream, there'll be an English stream, the streams will be slightly different, there'll be more details soon, and it's February 26th. And the fun part is they fucked up the times. So oh, the no. ti- so the times are actually pretty good. It's it's 5 p.m. Yeah. for me. So yeah, it's yeah. so it's yeah. 7 and 8 p.m. for you guys. So that makes sense. Except mm-hmm. here's the fucking problem. It's on a Saturday at 5 p.m. which mm-hmm. means if this thing runs for more than an hour and a half, ghost game starts. Ghost game. Unless they're going to take that week off, which they would know. But that okay. feels like slightly iffy brand because here's the thing. This is after Ghost the Japanese time is after Ghost Game because they don't it's not yeah. the exact same time. That's right. a bit fucky. You know what I well, mean? Well it kind of is, but also like it's Crunchyroll. It's on demand. We don't have no, to no, you don't no, have to watch no, it. No, 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 absolutely. But what I mean is is it's ten AM in Japan. If they kick it to noon, we'd have it after like they are. Yeah. But also, I, yeah, like you do want to coordinate for both. And no, but that's time, what I mean. You don't want people to potentially leave if they want to watch the show immediately. Is what I mean, though. Eh, 
I I would I would give this preference over watching it live. I, oh, so would I. But live. a lot. But here's the problem: is, is streams like this often save the interesting stuff for the end. Mm-hmm. And based on how long it runs, if people go, okay, there's not anything interesting, I'm going to go watch the fucking show. And if anything pops up, I'll check later. And then five minutes later, they could announce something crazy. I think you're ready for that. Like I'm going to be. Oh, I'm going I, oh, to be at a. I'm going to be working a convention like a week before. This, oh no, absolutely, so. no, absolutely. I, I, and I mean a real, a real convention. Yeah. So guess when I'm not watching Ghost Game. No, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I mean, in the sense of wanting as many fans to tune in as possible. Like here's the thing: we all know, and because we talk about it, the listeners know. You pr- realistically want to hang into the end for something like this. Because yeah. if you're going to tune in at all. So mm-hmm. I like the key arts very nice. We get slightly more detailed version of social art. And I like how they made the banner themselves. Mm-hmm. Although not as much paint on Pulsemon as the other two. Pulsemon's being a bit lazy. Um, so we will see what pops up there. There's definitely mm-hmm. going to be more to say before then. Yeah, I'm. I'm just more forgiving on the time simply because you um, do want to have it before the East Coast goes to bed. You aren't wrong there, but it's never stopped them for the English streams before. When uh, yeah, no one gives a fuck about yeah. the East Coast. When right? when for the East, it's fu- I believe if they do a DigiNavi before the clocks change again, I believe it will mm-hmm. be two or three a.m. for me and five or six a.m. for the East. Right, but this is specifically like this is one where they want to get the English speaking or the America Western English speaking audience. They want to they want them to be involved with this. This is specifically True. targeted. No, you're to get you're them not you're not this. wrong. Whereas Digi Navi, they do they, not care. Oh no, they've been tra- They've been they've been paying for advertising on Twitter and Facebook for the Western audience for those. They just like, show up. Yeah, like they li- also, like like they literally also put that up online later so people can just wake up and No, watch I know. It. Like but, that might oh, be the same. They, oh, thing they're for yeah, this, oh, they're fucking doing that for this. I'm 99. But this is more this, this is, is more, more catering exci- towards this is more to be a live experience. Well, here's saying. the thing. I I agree with you, but we've been burned before on those assumptions. Now, realistically, if they don't announce something fun here, uh, people are going to be very upset, even more so than the DigiNavi, which lot, which there's been enough DigiNavis that we can tell people, hey, don't freak out. This is normal. They'll announce one or two neat things, but this is mostly catch-up. Yeah. And cards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, I think this is very di- I think this it, is very different from a DigiNavi. Yes, it, sh- it should be. The problem is, is Bandai sometimes has issues figuring that out. I would hope it is, and it really needs to be. But they've been confused before. And then the illustration competition, which, oh man, the response. Let's go over this first and then go over some people's responses, which have been kind of funny. So an art contest in the U.S. and Japan, the winners get money and their art turned into cards. That seems like fun. That's very neat. Okay. Um, So far, so good. File specifications. They give you what it needs to be. They tell you details. They give exact dates for stuff. So February 6th is when stuff closes. And then 30 to 50 works will be announced as passing the first level screening. And that will be announced at Digicon. And then, okay. a, then, a, month, then a month later in late March, they will announce at least the grand prize winner. 
There'll be um, seven second winners, which also get their stuff made to card, just a bit less money. And then the judges can give special prizes to anyone else that they think is where they'll get at least uh, roughly the equivalent of $500. No promise on the card card with that, though. But that's basically the judges giving Mm -hmm. out special prizes Mm -hmm. that don't fit in. Again, that's okay. Um, they get they give a very good card layout image to show you how the art may be laid out on a card if you want to tailor it to that. Right. Um, and they tell you the theme is cooler, cute scenes with Digimon. And then because we know there's been issues with people not listening, they actually give you a list of Digimon that you can choose from. And then some people got upset because the list is exactly what you would expect it to be. Mm-hmm. So the list is Agumon, Patamon, Terriermon, Gamamon, Numamon, who I will actually say is like the wild card that you would not expect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. De- Devimon, Lilymon, who not necessarily who you'd expect, but a good choice, I think, and Mugendramon, who you always expect in this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. Th- they, show, they show Bandai profile art. They show um, anime layout art to show you what the characters look like from different angles. There's Links Which is very on, helpful. Yeah. There's links on the page to show you prior cards with the character so you can see what's been done with them before. And then they there's some production notes like um if it's drawn digitally, please use layers. But of course you can draw and scan. Mm-hmm. They even point out you don't have to use illustrations. If it's 3D art, that's fine also. They don't quite clarify that it, it's they seem to to me where they say you can take photos, so to me it's just like clay is okay or art i was gonna say they do a lot yeah. of like art yeah. with uh in card games in no, general absolutely. With, like yeah. clay and stuff um, like that. so then they cl- then they clarify some more rules so if a digimon is not eligible for the contest you can still include them in the card as long as it's very obvious what digimon is the card mm-hmm. the limitation there though is it has to be digimon that are in the reference book as of right now you cannot include a Digimon who's no. not there. Which, <laughs> no OCs. Yeah. Uh, and they also point out, no humans in it. It has to be just Digimon. That way there yep. can be no confusion yep. over what is on the card. Because yeah. the inst- here's the thing. Someone might go, well, why wouldn't you allow Ty? Because then people will try to twist the design to make it something else. They can go, yeah. it's meant to be Ty. And they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not playing that game. Basically... Nothing there should not be Digimon. There shouldn't be logos. There shouldn't be vague designs that suggest something other than Digimon. Just Digimon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, every artist can submit up to three different pieces of art. So you can do different things. And then we get the judge list, which is actually pretty. So Kenji Watanabe, as you'd expect. Masashi Ooh. Hirata, who is in charge of Digimon at Bandai. Basically the modern day Volcano Oda. Uh, Makoto Takahashi, who's the general manager of the card business at Bandai. Unspecified members of the Digimon card game R&D team. Yosuke Kinoshita, who's the movie producer who we've seen stuff with him many times. And unspecified members of the Ghost Game production staff. And then they give you screening judging criteria. It has to match the theme, creativity, originality, and quality of the design. I assume that is a combination of the quality of the composition also can it actually work as a card, I assume. Yeah. Because, like, if you 
yeah. if you have the character's face also partially it, covered up at the top left, that's something that has to be covered up in the cards. Yeah, I mean, it also yeah, has it's to like, be like, make it portrait instead of landscape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we get some very nice art that from Kenji Watanabe of Agumon and uh, Gamamon in the paintbrush. Mm-hmm. And there's a few things that people got very upset about. The first is that it's U.S. and Japan only, which is not a shock. I, I yeah. don't. I don't mean the U.S. is included at all. That's, and that's, if, I mean the legal, yeah. the legalese required to yeah. make this an international yeah. contest is. Expensive. And then the problem is, is you have people now trying to email Bandai going. I'm not from the U.S. or Japan. Can I enter? And they go, they emailed me back and they said, well, there's copyright issues, but we'll try to do it in the future. They're listening to us. It's like, no, that's a generic response. And the problem then is, is you have people then on social media deciding they need to get their two cents in going, well, I'm not in the U.S. And how dare they not let us? And then they go, oh, well, I wouldn't enter it anyways, because look at this list of Digimon. I'm not going to do it. It's like, you're not invited. You don't. Yeah, it's like they're going to get plenty of entries with this list of Digimon and the restrictions. These are all very reasonable restrictions. Shocking, shockingly reasonable, to be honest. Like, where they even go, you know, the three, you can take photos, you don't have to draw digitally, it can be a scan. Um, Mm -hmm. If you aren't able to get a good quality scan now, they point out later on, if you win, they will have you resubmit the art. So you can make sure okay. it's done properly that time. So like if you can yeah, only yeah. take a photo now, you could always mm-hmm. run down uh, Kinko's isn't there anymore. FedEx office and do a proper scan of it. If you win, they won't, ju- they won't harm your judgment based on the quality of that. As far as I can tell mm-hmm. um, the fact that they, they're act that there is even mild um, that they only have actually two of the adventure child partners is actually more reasonable than I would have expected. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a fairly re- decent range. Yeah. We have, we have, I two- hope it goes well so they can do it again. No, exactly. We have, yeah. two, we have two, and they event- can do it again with, and give you, if this is successful, they can do it again with a different list. Yeah. The, the list is actually more reasonable than I would have thought of for this type of thing, to be quite honest. Yeah. I, I, it, a list of eight Digimon, I would not have called that only two of them would have been adventure child partners. Yeah. And Lilymon is actually a better choice than I would have thought of for let's stick in one higher level. I, I mm-hmm. would have thought you would have gone with War Greymon, Omegamon, or Metal Greymon. Lilymon's actually a really nice choice to spread out the types of art and to also get people disqualified very, very fucking quickly based on what based oh on God. based on based on what they're gonna send and is gonna immediately be chucked into the trash and burnt. That's I think that's why they list some unspecified members so some of the uh, card game R and D team interns can pull uh, out the uh, I believe the, Lily I, I believe I believe the rules list specifically says n- no extreme violence, no sexual content. There's a detailed list of if any of this is here, it's going to the fucking shredder and being burnt. Uh, but yeah, it but it is very reasonable for a fir- especially for a first try. I have to say, they they're yeah. Th- there's yeah. a there's a very real feeling of openness that you because you would have expected Japan only. Out of eight, four of them will be adventure partners. Two of them will be higher level adventure. You'd get Terrimon mm-hmm. and then Gamamon, and then that would Gamamon. be the list. And that would be the list. Yeah. That would not have shocked me at all. That there's any mm-hmm. variety here is good. 
and we will see what pops up here. And feel free to keep making those tweets about how you don't like it, because those are amusing as shit to read. Especially since it's people who aren't eligible in the first place going, I don't like this list of Digimon. I'm not going to enter. But it's like, hey, person, um, I have a bunch of Digimon searches, and right below your tweet is one saying you live in X. You're and being upset about not being eligible in the first place. You going, I'm not going to enter because the list doesn't matter when you know you can't yeah, enter. They, they don't care. And yeah. also, you know, you can also put your fan art on Twitter or something, and we'll all love you and retweet it anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there's a question about that later that I actually like the question. I'm 99% sure I know what it's about. So then mm-hmm. next then next up, translated bits of a Famitsu interview with Masashi Harada, who, as mentioned earlier, is effectively the position Volcano Odi used to have, where he's effectively the person at Bandai in charge of the brand. And I will... Ignoring that there could easily be translation issues because, man, I have to put in a lot of time to do this shit because I am not a language person. Um, Mm -hmm. assuming most of what I got was accurate and I think it's reasonably accurate he really seems on the fucking ball yeah this is um, a little more insightful than I maybe would have expected and there's a and you in the responses from people you can understand why they normally don't give insightful interviews like people like haha the adventure 2020 digivice failed it only sold 10% of what the vital bracelet did it's like do you know what that product was the hundred dollar thing that they only sold for a month, o- only sold ten percent of something that's cheap and it's been on sale for a year. That's fucking amazing. I'm shocked they haven't done a second one if it sold that much. Especially since we know it was as of was it August or September when we found out it sold two hundred k the vital bracelet. Yeah, we were really yeah. surprised. It's like yeah. God damn, hell so, yeah, vital bracelet. So they sold. Go. That means they sold twenty thousand of the. 2020 Digivice. I would have guessed at most a thousand or two thousand. Like I didn't. Ex- yeah, because it's there to look pretty. No, that was exactly. A good Digivice. It was, but like that was a limited thing. I expected they sold maybe a few thousand. Twenty thousand is insane. That thing was like ninety dollars. I um, wanted it, but like. Yeah. No, exactly. But like that—that that sold that much. That's crazy to me. Um, but he talks about you know. The obvious thing, Ghost Game, the Digivice V are, you know, aiming at new people. Um, mm-hmm. One thing about Ghost Game they did on purpose was that it's Digimon shunting to the real world rather than the reverse, because that's what's normally done. And they point out Tamers did that also at first. Yeah. Um, the handful yeah. of changes to the Digivice V were based on feedback. Um, the Digimon falling asleep around 8 p.m. and, cha- you know, stuff like sleep mode. That was done because... Mm-hmm. A lot of working people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like why I can't have uh, V-pads for the most yeah. part, because oh. my work schedule is shit. No, exactly. Or talking <laughs> about how for the average user, it takes them two months to see everything there is to see in a DIM card, which is why they've been aiming DIM card releases at roughly every two months as it's gone on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he points mm-hmm. out that some of the evolution in Ghost Game will appear in the anime, but not all. And people are like, "We might, we might see Gamamon evolve into X." It's like, no, that's not what he's saying. Whoa. No, no, no. no. Um, they talk about you know they expanding it to other characters and how really at this point, Common Ka- Rider and Ultraman were done because 
this is them aiming them at adults. And he doesn't say, but those ones come with larger bands. So those yeah. ones are more obviously aimed. Yeah. And that's why like Kuga and Tiga are both mid nineties characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they imagine that, you know, and we're kind of entering it now, but he's not wrong that in another few years, Digimon will hit the point where functionally almost any adult who has a kid, the kid will be old enough to enjoy Digimon. If it's someone who grew up with Digimon. My kid already enjoys Digimon. No, a- abso- absolutely. But, 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 but we were, but, but we were, once I feel like I'm ahead of the curve. No, absolutely. Here. But, but we're older than a lot of fans who were when the show first aired. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah. And, Stuff like the card game doing well. And he points out the card game sells four times more in the West than it does in Japan. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Considering I've never actually like seen it physically in but, any store of minus one. Time <laughs> no, ever. but that's, I've, that's kind of the answer yeah. though. This is it appears. And then it's just wiped out. Yeah. Um, the only time I've, the only time I've seen it uh, was the time I actually was able to buy it. He, um, I've seen empty boxes and empty trays before. He, I see those all the time. Yeah. He does. I haven't even seen like a spot for them aside from like, I see a ton of the uh, digital monster V pet. Locally, now he does he does do the confusing thing that's been done a bit lately, where he's like, "Oh yeah, Uh, the first time I became aware of how passionate overseas Digimon fans were was Hacker's Memory Sales." It's like, okay, he's talking about Cybersooth as a whole because that's what they've been doing. Yeah, Um, you know, he's talked about it selling more than a million worldwide. He talks about uh, Digimon as very strong. Uh, sales ratio. That's basically referring to X sales in Japan versus sales elsewhere. Generally, you know, like um, let's say Saint Seiya. Saint Seiya does decent in Japan. It does very well in Latin America. And in the US, you could not get someone to spend money on Saint Seiya if you threatened them with a knife. <laughs> um, and, and I say that having worked on Saint Seiya, just to clarify that. Um, it's Saint okay, Se- the biggest uh, fangirl of Saint Seiya I know is in Europe. Yeah, but Saint Seiya, it, that has a movie coming out in the U.S., and I don't know if that will make something happen or if the move the it'll just flatten on impact, even with every single actor in the cast being like a high-end cast. And it's like, oh, they re- they will not, they keep dreaming of this doing well in the U.S., and it just never has. But they're still going to try. Did you see the cast? Nope. Um, so I'm just going to go through quickly. Uh, McKenyu, Madison Asamon, Sean Bean, who's going to die, Diego Tinoco, Famke Jansen, Nick Stoll, Mark Dacascos. I have not heard of any of those people, and I don't care. How have you not heard of Famke Jansen or Sean Bean? Never I've, heard of them. Really? I've heard of the first one. I've, I've, I've heard of Sean Bean, obviously. You've heard of Famke Johnson. You just don't remember the name. Uh, she was in Goldeneye, okay. and she's Jean Grey in all the older X-Men movies. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You you would definitely yeah. know her. You just don't know the name. Um, okay. Yeah. But, no, if she was in Goldeneye, I'd, I'd know that. Yeah. she She's the one who killed people during sex. Yep. I, that's yeah. Exact, and that's exactly the, the, the role I would have guessed. Yes. Um, so, Gen- Genia on a top. Yeah. So Digimon is one where... They're happy with the numbers, and they really know how well it does overseas, and they see it as very promising for them to focus on. At the moment, and this is Bandai, they see 
their main two things at the moment being trying to expand the Digivice V in the card game, and then they separately mentioned the third axis of the video game. It's like they separated it because they kind of have to go, there hasn't been a video game in a while, and that needs to be dealt with. Um, and, <laughs> and their analysis, they actually talk about their analysis of why the card game has done well. They've actually matched up ages of card game buyers, and they believe the majority of people are people who watched Digimon Adventure in the West when it originally aired. Mm-hmm. So, it's pe- so it's people who watch Digimon yeah. on Fox Kids. They're adults now. They see the art and they go, oh shit, it's Digimon. I'm going to go fucking get this. Almost like the dub knew what it was doing to yeah. draw kids into the franchise. Which is, which is why anytime someone goes, they should unify the names and stop that, they're never going to fucking let go of those names. Ever. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah. They, yeah, those exactly. Um, and he That's also, why the reboot kids all have dub names on their cards. Yeah, yeah. and they actually sp- he specifically talks a bit about you know fans liking the anime, they like card games, and minus a few card games, Japanese card games generally haven't done well in the West. This by keep no, uh, and no. he talks because about a lot of them are like overly complicated. No, exactly. And really well, niche mechanics. Here's the thing: he so. doesn't he doesn't bring it up. I believe it's an American who was the head designer for the card game. I don't remember the guy's name, but it came up in an interview somewhere where someone mentioned his name, and it's actually like a card game designer from like Nevada, I think. Hmm, um, and cool. he talked. He talks about how a big focus has been doing high quality art and careful planning with pe- staff that knows Digimon, so they can evaluate changes carefully. And especially, nice. and they also go over how in North America, sales have been very good, despite the fact they've basically been able to do no events at all. And people mm-hmm. playing online with each other. Uh, there's too much to... That's about half of it. So we'll stop there because there's just too much. It's basically need to read on your own. But It's good insights. It's really it, good insights. He's He seems very much aware of the U.S. audience specifically. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm very... Uh, more on the ball than you'd expect from an executive, to be honest. <laughs> and, just imagine him like listening to this goddamn and, podcast oh uh, that's what I was going to bring up next and so uh, you know because Japanese, J- Japanese names can sometimes be translated different ways so before I'm writing it I'm trying to make sure I have the spelling correct it's like oh there's a Twitter with that name it go it had mentions Digimon I'm like okay I should follow him why does this say this guy's following me shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, and then the beloved card game. The card game's going hardcore with the art, even more so in the last week. Uh, so. Oh my god! All the parallel art is just yeah. so fucking. So we have we have oh, we yeah. have before that we have all the standard art now, uh, um, very nice artwork. But what we need to talk about is the parallel cards, which have gone fucking hardcore, especially yesterday, showing off all the anime ones. Mm-hmm. Those are fucking oh, gorgeous. Like I get. Like every set, there's a few that you can go. I know what's going to sell. It's going to be the parallel cards of Gilmon, Renamon, Terramon, Takato, Genra, and Rookie. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the top sellers. Those all look psychotically good. Yes. I, I mean the Takato um, with the with the Dukemon in the background. That's just. I think I think the one I think the surprise one is going to be the Rookie card specifically. The art. I on, don't think. I don't think. You think it's I gonna be Takato? 
No, I don't, I'm just saying I don't think Rookie and Sakuyaman being successful is going to surprise anybody. No, I'm talking about on the sense of ones that could sell based on the art alone. The art on yes, that card. that's what I mean. The art on that card is even a step above the others, which are amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's no, I'm really not, I'm fucking not, I'm never. I'm not surprised at Rookie yeah. bringing it's quality. It's really fucking or the Or the popular um, demand. Yeah, so lots of previews there. Uh, the blue card's ugly as shit. I mean that. Here's so here's the thing. I still I still love the audacity of having cards about cards. No, here's the thing. I can forgive what the blue card. I can forgive what the blue card looks like on one condition, and that's that there's a parallel card that is just the blue card design. I would love that. If they don't, if, if they don't do that, then that they did the little game icon thing. Is is psychotically stupid. Um, <laughs> so lots of cards to look over. Uh, Fun Digica went over a few of them. Um, and that that Yaman card is great. Where it's just paint splatter on everyone in the back. Yes, um, exactly what I imagine Yaman's yeah. being like. And then Card Battle did a Christmas show where the fun they had two of the team captains play, and one of them was playing to win prizes for the viewers, which is a stupid idea that I love. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And the prize is uh, the playmat Inc- with autograph. Incidentally, I want some like top-tier level player of the Digimon card game to manage to create an incredibly overpowered deck based around using the I and Makoto card. <laughs> like, that is a challenge I'm issuing. I want someone to make this happen. AR demands it. And then I am demanding it. It's I mean it'll, it'll incorporate Beelzebubon somehow, so it's not that bad. But yeah. I want to see this happen. And then moving on from cards, uh, poll results for social art. You know what the most amazing thing here is? I think nearly every one of these pieces of art we commented on as being among the best, among the worst, or among the ones we would just like to see rank highly, and we doubted they would. And we did okay on this one. We did shot. I, I mean, I think the only wild card was uh, the Masaru and yeah, I think the Masaru. No, was the see, one I that think way I, better than we thought. I think we commented on hey, that's a unique say. You know, that's a unique show cart one though. Where like we go, yeah. oh app, yeah. The only the two season, that I, the season the 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 savers and Atmon people they they showed up for this i think there's only two that we didn't comment on which was uh pegasmon and angelmon i don't think we commented on either of those because they were just sort of hey okay and the funny part was they were towards the bottom anyway but i no but remember this is not the bottom this is the top no i mean it's it's the bottom of the top yeah. half. It's but then, but then, outside like the, outside the top no, ten. But, but then, but then, like, remember me commenting that oh, Blitz Greymon, he could rank high, and I remember AR shuddering at the thought. It was but, still like eleventh, so it's not like. But that's still pretty. That's still in the top fifteen. That's still shockingly that's... high. Yeah. Yeah, and anything be anything beyond the top ten, I'm like, okay, <laughs> th- thanks for showing up. Yeah, and then. Just went up last night. Not quite a poll, but we get a new vote to vote for a new Otadama, and it's ten villains, and people once again got upset because, hey, look, it's from the two shows that actually make money. <laughs> See, the only reason I'd be upset is that it's Gatsuman, like... So Gatsuman you... and Pumpmon are... Like, I know they're considered yeah. villains, but... Yeah. 
Okay, so, so you on. could... You I mean, could... if Vondemon doesn't win, then Vondemon is going to just, like, fly to Japan and just burn down Bandai. So you can vote... I mean, so you can, we're you can looking vote for... for... You can vote for We're three out of the ten. Becoming a, yeah. You're looking for who's becoming a beanbag. It's got to be Pump, Pumpmon, right? Uh, I, I'm like, trying to... I, that's so the one so I here's the thing. This, this, was like at, this was like at 3.30 last night, so I'm trying to remember who I voted for. I think I've... I know I voted for Edamon, and I think I voted for Pumpmon. I don't remember who the third one was. I, I, I'm going to say it's somewhere between Vamdemon, Paimon, and um, Karamon. I, I mean, those are basically my three choices. Yeah, Vampire Clown, and a... Little Bastard. But that's why I want to see it. Weird as a beanbag. Yeah, that's why I want to see it because because here's it. the thing: the basic body shape has to be the same. So, like, you mm-hmm. just draw a bunch of tentacles on the back, I guess. Right. But I want to see how they do it because, like, for example, Daemon. I can 100% see how you do Daemon Demon oh, yeah. as that. That's yeah, an easy easily. one. Or even yeah. like, or Pumpmon's a really easy one. Mm-hmm. Karamon has such a fucky body shape. I just kind of want to see it. Yeah, and if they're on the list, like yeah. you know, they have a plan for yeah. them. And so this, the votes here end a week from now, December twenty seventh. But take into account Japan time, so get your vote in before then. And I like how they tell us it's part one villain, which means there's going to be a part two. I mean, imagine like a cute little Mugendramon one. <laughs> With little little tiny cannon. Or is it going to be part two, like heroes or something? Babe, uh, uh, so what you're saying is, is people will get to vote for a Leomon. Do they have a Leomon one already? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. I think the only non main hero characters they did was I know they did Wizardmon. I Wizardmon may be the only non main hero character. I th- Maybe I'm I, just listening vividly because I feel like, oh, wait, now that might have been like keychains where they okay. threw in Leomon. Um, and then a few pre-orders opened up the figureized standard Dukemon, and oh my god, it's pretty! Mm. I know and it's all—it's only twenty-two. That does not. Am I wrong, or does it seem like that would be more expensive? Like, and I know it, we've said it before, it but does. we assumed around like forty-five. Honestly. Yeah, I—I I guess we need to see like how it looks at the end to see if it was really worth that money, because that does seem weirdly low, doesn't it? And I don't mean like I would prefer it to be cheaper, but for like how it looks, it feels like I, I don't know. Maybe it was just really easy to mold. Um, and then Adventure Blu-ray and DVD box five February second. That's the end of the first time a Nate a Digimon TV series made in HD actually gets an HD release. How about that? Still waiting for Crosswords. I I would also like Crosswords, and then Jump Festa. We got Digimon stuff, so they have the Gamamon suit on display. They have a very nice Digimon corner. Is that Gamamon statue from the Toei display, is that new or not? I keep looking at the damn thing going, this is new, but I swear I've seen it before. At one point, that's a different it looks one. like the same one that was... Uh... But, like, there is no Gamamon statue before this, has there been? Like It just it... looks so generic. So what I did was I actually pulled up a photo of the um, the Digimon figure because I thought maybe it was just that blown up, but it actually is different. It's very close in pose, though, so I wonder if that was the basis. Um, so very nice display of everything, and there'll be a bit more to talk about with that later. They put up a new Ghost Game PV with the Ghost Navigator talking, and then his actor holding the Gamamon plush. 
as you would expect. Um, Deathmatch gets around. No, really, it's um, like uh, the statue's weird because it's nice, but yeah, it feels like we've seen it before. Uh, the Dreamers Wall was nice. The Tamers Wall was nice. The product display was very nice, where you have a small display in front of Gamamond and a bunch behind him. Um, so, Dev, how do you feel about the sun visor? Yes. Am I wrong? Or does it look like the old Disney shorts when the face pops up at the beginning? You know what I mean? It, it's Gamamon. I'll give it a pass. Yeah. That is Looney Tunes. That is not Disney. I mean, they did the same thing for a they while. They do the same thing. True, did, they did. but but it's like, the but, like but like the fa- but like the face specifically looks like a Mickey or a Donald face from those. And it's str- it works for me. It works for Gamamon. Yeah. Staring into your soul. And then yeah. because and then because of Jump Festa, we get figure news. So first up, we get actual photos we can see of premium color edition figure arts Duke Mom, which is a new mold, and that actually looks really fucking nice. I have to say. Like, really nice. Tamers fans should be very happy with that one. The colors are just so crisp. I know, they're really good. Then, we get a silhouette of Gurumon battle version. And, so here's my issue with this. The actual figure will not live up to the silhouette, because the silhouette Mm -hmm. almost... The silhouette, because of the angle they took it at, it almost looks stylized, which would be look great. But I expect that's just angles from the silhouette and it's going to be like show perfect which is going to look amazing but i love the stylized like big mouth look and mm-hmm. i don't imagine it will look like that but I, i'm just worried how much this thing is going to cost it is a precious gem and it is 10 inches long so good luck def uh that will be out summer 2020 and they're re-releasing anjaman and takaru that's a pretty popular one it is that, and, and the wings and the wings explode. and the wings don't explode on impact, which I, I love now that they could now that they don't have the they don't have that excuse anymore if they really stupidly decide to do the Angelmon again, which broke on impact. <laughs> that one just arrived broken. And I love it. That was they, made of, and, it was made of glass. And I loved that the excuse to take the stock and use it for a place in Japan was, we find it's not appropriate for Digimon outside of Japan <laughs> in any country. And then I think like a month later, they went Lady Devimon worldwide in like a, uh, in like a uh, cheesecake pose. And people were, and people still go, no, they said Andromon's because the figure's inappropriate. It's like, have you looked at half these figures? Only the villains can have boobs. And it's like, oh, the Andrew, nice but no, the Andromon one, the the Arrow one, was a cheesecake figure. Also, they just designed oh, it better, and that packaging was hilarious. I know me and Dev yeah. both got it. That one had so much bubble wrap and shit in it that, like, you needed a trash but bag. Each individual wing yes. had bags around it. Oh, it had multiple. Once yes, you once you layers. once you unpack that figure, it can't go back in the box with the wrapping because it's a cartoonish oh, amount of wrapping. Yeah, um, it's like you know, it's just it's just sitting on the shelf now. Yeah, and then from Jump Festa, they also had art on display, uh, character art, and I went through and straightened and did the colors on the height chart to make that look all nice oh, and pretty. Oh yeah, kind yeah. of. Lots of design. 
it's kind of nice and sort of useful. Yeah. Oh, that's. You know, I really hope that Ghost Game gets kind of like the art books that the older seasons used to get. Those always the dream. Those often aren't done quite as much anymore because people are buying the collector's crap now instead. You still want all the fun. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I would also. And I I love that hero. Hero's the short one. He's the tiny. Yeah. (laughs) He's the shrimp of the group. And lots of good art though from that. Um, and then Rearize got Christmas art. I feel like they've used this before. I think that um, it's just so, so generic. So here's the, so yeah. here's the thing. Here's the well, thing. I, it's the same. So, it's the same poses yes. that they use all the so time. So that's the thing. Is this may be brand new art, but because the poses are mostly reused, it looks familiar because it is. But I actually really like I, it. To be honest, I don't even think the art's new. I swear I've seen this before. So here's my Although only. There's yeah. one flaw here. Um, Realize has kind of lost track of that the player characters actually have a look. They yeah, they always forget that. So they the don't pl- use them ever. So the player yeah, so the player characters aren't here, even though every once in a while on social media they'll throw up the art and go, "Hey, remember this is you in the game, and now we have shit to do." Mm-hmm. And it's not irrelevant. Like you're, you play story mode. Your player character is an actual character. Yeah. Like stuff happens to you. Yeah. And then a bit more art. We have uh, social art from the account of the Repamana arguing at this team. <laughs> Scream at own ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> cat chasing and, tail. And then Tenya Yabuno showing off. I think that is that supposed to be a sliced lemon or a lemon. Because I mean, it's it's not sliced very well, so Repamon didn't do it. Yeah, and then I like how Ruli's like the center, and then Angoramon's like fading out like a ghost because of the the like the effect. It's become one with yeah. the lemon. And then we He's have co- using some vague invisibility rules that we still don't quite understand. <laughs> That's horrible. And then we have questions. So you guys in the chat can start throwing those up as we go to them. Someone wants to know, could they have translated the title for Digimon Ghost Game 11 to anything? Yes, they could have. They were kind of lazy. But, kind of but here's the thing. It doesn't matter because in the episode, they don't really explain what it is in the first place. Minimally. Well, that's because like, it's like a very, very specific cultural no, but, phenomenon. No, but that's so. what I mean. But here's the thing. Yeah. No, it actually means two different things in Japan. It could be the creature, or it could just be the quote-unquote windstorm caused by the creature. You could have just called it windstorm, or wind, or whatever, and it would have been like fine. Divine yeah. wind or it, something. It would have at least had meaning as an episode title. Once yeah, it but unless there's, like, I probably would have gone with, like, the equivalent, if there was an equivalent uh, Western... I would have just gone with, like, Windstorm or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, it was supposed to be also the reference to the Okai, so... Yeah, but that that has no meaning as an episode title in English. Until you Google it and you find all this interesting information about uh, about Kamai Sachi, which is actually pretty cool. Let's pretend, like, the the vast majority of people are going to check. I just did, and I'm I'm enlightened. You're already a goddamn weeb, so... Ramon wants to know that if we were to submit drawings for the contest, which Digimon would we do? Ooh, good question. I need to pull up that eligibility list. Regardless again. of skill level? I would I would do Gammon. Well you get you get you get up to three. 
I mean, I no. really, really want to do Ugandramon. Agumon, Terrimon, Lilymon. Yeah, it would be um, Gamamon, Terriermon, and one of the other ones. Yeah, probably Lilymon, I guess. That would... I don't... Yeah. I can't draw, so... Well, I well, I no, I, I, assume, I assume he's saying theoretically, if you were going to be able to enter it. Definitely Mugendramon. I'd have my Mugendramon kid do it. And oh, oh, I know what the Mugendramon card someone has to do is. Him running from the episode of Adventure when he doesn't have arms anymore. <laughs> we're like we're like we're like one foot or both feet are off the ground and are wide apart, and he's just doing that dash, but like he's running towards the uh, card screen. That would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Actually, my third would be Patamon. Yeah, Patamon, Terriermon, Gamamon would be my three. That or that or Mugendramon, and then oh, Lucas I forgot to bring up the most important thing. Oh no, it has to do with cards though. Uh, the Kulumon parallel card. That card has great art and it's fucking horrifying looking. They, they, it's a they weird they, ass magical girl transformation kind they, of they, creepy so thing. So here's what seems mm-hmm. to have happened: they mistook his feet for like actual legs, but he's posed like he's on like like on the catwalk type thing. Mm-hmm. Or as That's I on a balance beam. Or as I put it, he's doing like a Black Widow pose from a movie poster. <laughs> Like it's, I feel like he does walk like that. No, because he he he, he, he has inverted. the he has the no leg uh back and forth plop 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 thing. Oh, where he where he has feet okay. but no legs. Okay. He's like yeah, a Kirby. but I thought those yeah feet, exactly. It's the, it the Kirby run. Was... It's the Kirby run. Yeah, it, but what it is is when he's when, but here's the thing when he's flying his feet are on his back going straight down. So it looks like the yes, artist yes. misinterpreted that as like being actual legs, and then they drew them as actual yeah, legs. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have legs. No, he he has he the Kirby. He legs. has the Kirby plop 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 feet. Um, then someone wants to know: Are there We're any exceptionally th- eloquent? Yeah. <laughs> and then someone wants it's to a know: Technical term. Are there any foods you eat during December? I mean, it's beginning to be soup season. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, God, I, I want soup. Yeah, I guess that's the easy answer. Is is you, you go with soup because it's cold. Um, but also stew. Oh my God. See, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. of am they're cooking it. When I'm not it's a fan of stew, to be cold. honest. Okay, I'm then you haven't more. had the stew that my family makes. No, I'm I, growing more. I, I, more into I, stew. I almost guarantee you, I wouldn't like it. I'm coming around on stew. This is a good. This is a good season for stuffed mushrooms. Hit yeah, or miss. I just generally don't like the texture of most mushrooms. There's yeah, mushrooms. same. Uh, not shocking. A lot of people don't. Um, then someone wants to know, what makes you decide what is appropriate when posting news, comments, or retweets? I assume this is the cy- related to the cyber sleuth image the other day. And the truth is, is I look at stuff, and you know, AAR no doubt has his own guidelines to figure it out. I look at stuff, and I, first I go... Not necessarily the art quality. Do I see the effort? Is it interesting? Will people like it? So, like, you will see me retweet a lot of Saver stuff, even though I'm not a big Savers fan. But, you know, a lot of times... I, you know, my, cri- my criteria is, is if it looks good, I, I generally like generally, it. Generally, yes. It. Uh, where I, where I, I tend not to... I will say I tend not to retweet stuff that, like, you retweet. Like, if a more popular... Like, if a bigger account retweets it, 
and I get it from that, I tend not to. But if it's like one of my friends or if it's one of the, a couple of the Japanese accounts I follow, so I spreading stuff, I'm like, that's when I'm more likely to give it a. So my, my searches are crazy enough that my retweets are from a wide variety. Like there's one, I think it was from earlier today. It's from someone who did this really nice image of Jellymon and Kyushiro. And they have like almost no followers. It's like, it's so good. Um, one mm-hmm. second, just to sh- just to show you guys what it looks like, like so that that's so fun that art. That, yeah, yeah. Um, the one that I believe the question is about is one second. Da, 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 da. I'm attempting to find it. It was a cybersuit artwork. It's one of those where it's right on the fucking line of where I would, and I wasn't going to, but the art was so good, I kind of went okay, fine, even though I normally would not. because here's the thing here's the thing it's bait but the art's really good it's one of those really good art it's one of those where the art's so good that i decided to overlook the obvious fan service bait of it because it's really good art like i mean it is good quality and it is also enjoyable it's also i don't go for that's i don't go for the heavy fan service art well it's it's not any more. It's not quite any more fan servicey than her usual outfits. No, and that's kind. But here's the thing: but the the putting the retweet and the heart things on the chest is bait. Is bait. Yes. Yes. But I decided this isn't technically any different than what she normally wears in the game. And mm-hmm. you have the cute. And then you have the cute weird Patamon in the background. It's a terrier mon. Terrier yeah. mon. So so this is right on the line because. This is functionally exactly what she wears in the show, in the game. But it's right on the line of where it's almost not too yeah. far to like, to enjoy it, because it is good art, but where it's right on the line of what I would actually retweet. I decided it was good enough that I chose to. Meanwhile, I have like no such compunctions. Like, eh, this is well, absolutely here, so, horrible. So here's the thing. I have the compunctions because... There are quite a few people who are not adults who follow for actual franchise news. So that is self-imposed on me, by me. Um, Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, if someone's uh, following me, that's their problem. uh, (laughs) Yeah, the problem is, is I have enough people that I kind of have to at least think about them. You sometimes sometimes have to remember that you're a a, a website account. Yeah. and then someone wants to know, do you think Digimon Survive will add any Digimon who are newer than when they started? I, If you don't have Ghost Game-related Digimon in it, then you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you they, shouldn't be making you, games. Yeah, at that point, you sort of do have to add at least Pulsemon and Gammon and company to the roster. Yeah. You, just, you to ha- keep it, just to keep it modern. Yeah. You have to have the marketing expectation of what it is. Like... Here's the thing. I wouldn't be shocked if they added the two higher Kazuna forms, for example, as like special unlockables. Yeah. But you really yeah. do need some ghost game stuff. You you realistically need Pulsemon, like you said. And there's been a lot of interesting Digimon since that showed up. So you kind of... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also like some... You think about some of the Digimon that we were excited about when Survive was announced, like Labramon. I like Labramon's been into consecutive anime now. Yeah. Like, it's not really... It's not the hot thing anymore yeah and florimon showed up in plenty of stuff florimon's always shown up in plenty of stuff yeah and then we go on to the return of the mystery boxes with 
AR and Dev with instructions to watch stuff. Dev, I believe your schedule meant that you kind of didn't. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been working like three yeah. weeks straight, and yeah, I didn't I, get a day off until January. Yeah, I kind so of saw- I started watching. Yeah, that's why that's why I sent that reminder because I kind of went. I think Dev's working so much. I don't know if she will will be able to, but I'm at least reminding her. But you did start, I think. Yeah, on Black Rock Shooter because it's like, huh, I watched this before. I can probably like get through a decent amount of it. And it's just like, wow, I completely forgot how fucking weird this series was. Yeah, we'll revisit Dev when she actually has the time to enjoy something. But the fun starts with AR. AR, what did you I, watch? I I understood the assignment. So I watched Unlike that Unlike me who's turning in for half credit next week. I mean, you have an ex- it's an excuse uh it's an excuse delay. You yeah. you have work obligations. I I watched Cleopatra last night as we've discussed uh a while ago. <laughs> on the show how messed up that was and yeah it was i wasn't lying yeah you definitely were not lying that was an experience first off because i've never watched something that old before like you think about like astro boy era stuff and you think of it's like it, like oh this must be like super classy and, i i i mean i mean i mean like yeah it's on the label. It's like it's the godfather of anime. It's worth mentioning. Watch it it's, it's worth mentioning. As long as my memory isn't playing tricks, I believe Astro Boy's in the movie. Yes, Astro Boy makes a cameo in the movie. So does um, so does Iyami from Osamatsu, who I actually when we looked up um, when I was looking up the filmography for uh for Yana for Jujimani, I noticed that he was in Osam an Osamatsu series from 1966. So when I watched it last night, I'm like, is Osamatsu really that old? And yes, yes it is. In fact, yeah, like I thought it was like 70s or 80s, no, and no, it's, it's it goes back old. to the 60s. Yeah, yeah. but so, yeah, it's like it. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, kind of show it is. So, it, what it, were it, your thoughts? What are your overall thoughts on the film? Ar. So what I've boiled it down to is that Cleopatra is is basically a crossover episode of um, Quantum Leap, classic Peabody and Sherman, and the bloodiest, horniest episode of Game of Thrones you can imagine. That is <laughs> that is cartoonishly fucking accurate. Also, ter- there's spots where Terry Gillum directs. That parade sequence just like blew my mind. You're like, what it's... the fuck am I watching? Yeah, basically. Oh, like once all, you get into and the and also... initially like the initial like Tex Avery cartoonish happy slaughter rape fest. Like okay. So so and of course Caesar looks like the great gazoo. <laughs> yeah. I believe I believe I did promise way. you the weirdest fucked up thing possible. Uh I don't it's so up there. so I don't remember. Did I prepare you for that the movie actually starts off pseudo live action? I forgot. I don't remember. So if, I was not. I don't recall you mentioning it unless okay. you yeah. told AR I, privately. This is this is the this is the random quantum leap framing device, which was almost completely unnecessary. Oh, completely almost. unnecessary. Not quite. Well, almost. except for, I mean, except for the part where one of the guys actually uses his future information, future, future knowledge, and like, I'm going to craft modern weapons. Well, like, the, yeah, ancient, the, ancient problems require modern solutions. And then Cleopatra has the gun. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's like I, I'm I'm stuck in a I'm stuck in a in a gladi- gladiator battle against this root. I'm going to create a gun. Yes. Now here's the fun in part. ancient Rome. So here's the fun part. Our friendship and this gun I found. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And here's yes. the fu- here's the fun part. Not quite as crazy, but the movie Dev has a thousand one nights is a counterpoint to Cleopatra from much of the same staff. Oh goody. In Have fact, fun with that. In fact, I think they made a first. But here's the thing. Oh, I it, will. It, it's it's more coherent and it's not quite as what the fuck is going on? Because okay, like, keep yeah. in mind that these were both made during the time when shrooms were still legal in Japan. No, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing, and here's what I mean. Cleopatra. That explains a lot. Cle- Cleopatra's, Cleopatra's completely fucking random. Like it has a plot, yes. but the movie does so much weird shit. You kind of go at times. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? And it's weird because it's like it is sort of attempting to follow the historical yeah. timeline. Like that is sort of the cla- like you can sort of make out the the traditional story yes. of Cleopatra uh, in all of this craziness. Yes. A thousand and one and night. Even, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. There are even parts. There are even parts that like in between all of this insanity and awfulness. Like there are moments where I'm like, oh, they they did okay. They showed Caesar's assassination yeah. as a Kabuki play. Like that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. And then it goes back to being insane. A thousand and one nights is the same general mood, but it is not the what the fuck is going onness of it. Like it is a more coherent film. And I don't know if that makes it objectively better or worse. I think it's a better movie than Cleopatra, but Cleopatra's probably more fun in the sense of, oh my god, make them stop. What's going on? Right, right. Yeah. I and at the same time, like it, this was bizarre. Like it's 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 kind of awful, and yet also that director's that that commentary with Helen McCarthy intrigues me, and I kind of need to watch it. Oh, now. you like, you, I you, see will what, love, you will love. I need to see what she. Like I love Helen McCarthy. I need you'll to love know it. what she has to say about this. You'll you'll love it. Um, Crap. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you. you t- That's a that I'm going to end up watching this movie again. Yeah, and I think she did a commentary on A Thousand One Nights. Also, I don't remember for fact though. I need to watch now. I need to watch this before um the next ascent in case she shows up. Would stay on to... the outside of the box. I have it, it should, yeah. It was on the outside uh, of the Cleopatra. Oh, there you go. It's... Feature commentary with Helen McCarthy. Ding, ding. Yeah. She's she's wonderful. Oh, no. She, um, there is almost no one better to listen, to talk to about anime history than her. And if, if she, I hope she's at, at ASIN again in, in May so I can talk to her about this movie. Someone, someone sent yikes. me the disc to torture me, but I loved your commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone um, sent this to me basically on a dare, but your director's commentary was on your your commentary was on it, so I had to watch this movie twice thanks to you. Um, and then that's about it for that. There there are ones that you guys will watch in the future. I, I think Arion is the one you guys will both actually enjoy. Yeah, like I almost like it was it was late Sunday night before I had a chance to watch anything, Absolutely. and I almost I almost went like like I'm I was almost like I'm just gonna take the easy road and watch like the Lupin movie you sent me. Yeah, the, like, no, that wasn't like the assignment. What like you 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 wanted me to report? Oh that no, realistically Patrick. yes, because that's the crazy one. Uh, yeah, that's so, the like the crazy one. like memories is the one that I think you'll really actually enjoy. Arion mm-hmm. is the one that I think is the most. Wow, this is a real. This makes 
perfect sense, and it's also a little crazy that they actually made it work. And I'm not going to lie, just based on our history with the podcast, I almost reported back on Lapina again. I, I See, so here's the thing. I didn't actually ask or tell you guys what to watch. I basically left it up to you. So I honest, So until you mentioned earlier today, oh, I knew what the assignment was. I had no yeah, idea. Well, until you I, mentioned- I know, but Cleopatra was going to deliver the best content. Oh, no, absolutely. Podcast. But I was going to leave it up to you. I, I honestly yeah. thought that... If you were Rush, you might just try to watch one episode of Love, Hina. Yeah. But yeah. there's only like three episodes of that, isn't Yeah, it? that OVA is only three episodes long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so at some point, Dev will have the time, and we'll revisit her with probably A Thousand One Nights, because I think after she heard the Cleopatra stuff, she kind of wants to know. Oh, absolutely. Um, is, it, is, it, is, it just as, is it just as horny? Hornier, probably. I mean, just hornier. Just oh my looking God. at the box how is that, of it, it's definitely is that horny. Possible? There's like, it, it's, there's some titties. So, there. so here's the thing: one, one character in Cleopatra literally walks around with her tits out the entire movie. No, that that happens in that one also. Okay, God. Um, that that one I would say is hornier because it comes across as slightly less wacky, random bullshit. So it may actually mm. be less, but because it's more of a coherent film, it's easier to yeah. go. It's easier to remember it as that. But in, in, and also, also in also in Cleopatra, the actual sex scenes they attempted to be artsy with. No, they they do that in a thousand one nights. Also, they do that a thousand one. Emphasis on emphasis on attempted. Yeah, I th- <laughs> if, if I remember my dates correctly, and I may not. A thousand and one nights was the first one, and then the second was them going psychotically crazy on the next one. Although a thousand one nights weirder because there's an English dub. That must be awkward for the actors. I was, you know, I was looking up the um, it's a re- the yeah, movie, the- and it looks it sounds like Cleopatra did get an English release at the time. Um. But- Theatrically. I I want to say it did have a subtitled release, really limited. But okay. thousand, a thousand one nights they actually dubbed, and the dub was lost, and we found it, and then it, it had to. But be, it's the editing slightly different, so it's because the when I was lo- doing my research, like there was actually a dispute whether or not that movie or Fritz the Cats was considered the first ever X-rated so animated. I I, ac- I actually know the answer because it came up recently it's, it's it, gotta it, be fritz it, the cat so but. it's fritz the cat because i think they didn't actually get cleopatra rated they just said it was x-rated yeah like well, well like, uh, like they like isn't an, x-ratings aren't an actual thing though well i believe they were at the time though i think i or, or i don't believe they were i uh, think that's a it, 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 it does not clear like it it could not clear for an r in the MPA. No, oh, here we go. There is so no said. the X rating did exist. I'm looking at it right oh, now. Okay. Uh, X rating was applied to a film that contained judgment, unsuitable for children. When the MPA rating system began 1968, the X rating was given to a film by the MPA if submitted to blah blah blah. It, okay, it was an actual rating up until hmm. uh, up until they holy did shit. RoboCop got an X rating initially. They had to edit it 11 different times to get an R rating. Yes, that. But but yeah. but I know but, they have to edit down. I know there's a lot of movies. Okay, that have here to we edit go. Down. Okay, X X was an actual rating, but was not trademarked, so anyone oh, could okay. technically just use it. Yep. Okay. The, the idea was that if you weren't going to get rated, just use X and don't make us deal with it. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. So 
So we're about done. But yeah, De- Dev's going to find that one interesting. And I honestly think Memories is the one AR is going to connect with the most. I'll keep that in mind Okay. next time I'm looking for something to watch. AR, what do you have coming up? Anything interesting in any fashion? Oh, I'm, it's going to be a short... Well, actually, it's going to be a short week because uh, I'm you know going away for the holidays, but I might have free time over the weekend while I'm at family's house. So I might get something done on uh, some Tumblr stuff, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, my Twitter is firstagentarp. My Tumblr is firstagent.tumblr.com. Dev, what Wikimon article would you like people to read? Mm, let's see. As Draymond I... Christmas Tree. That's the trash article! <laughs> I don't care, it's festive. No, it is, but that's also the trash one. That is not a separate fucking Digimon. It's him in a costume, and people are like, no, it has a level. It's like, Pumpmon had a fucking level of ultimate. When It's a raid boss gag, and they've made an actual fucking listing for it as a character. Exactly, so just go with it. I don't care anymore. And the best part is, is the entomology, the person copy-pasted it so it doesn't even list Christmas tree under the name. Oh my god. So the entomology just says dry, cherry. They don't list Christmas tree at all because that's not the a- it's not an actual separate character. It's a joke for fun. You know what? I hope the next raid boss is going to be like a straw goatmon. I vaguely I believe <laughs> I, I believe it popped up earlier and I think it um I don't think we have images yet, but I believe it's a mamemon. Aw. I want to see the goat burn some more. I think it's, uh, I think someone said it was Tonosama Mamemon. Oh, okay. Because, uh, you know, New Year's celebration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If you're going to do a Christmas one, you might as well do a New Year's one, too. Yeah. So we'll see how that Better comes like up. Food. Um, so we have one more episode left in the year, and the next episode is what everyone's waited for, AR and Dev trying the gum. The gum. So I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, de- yeah. What? It wasn't necessarily good. It wasn't bad gum. It wasn't good though. So we will catch you guys next time. Thank you everyone for showing up. Bye. Bye. Bye.